0: Ever feel like you've
1: got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan?
0: Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be
1: more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should.
0: With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain. Purpose and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do.
1: Because there's so much more in you.
0: Is so much more in you. And uh, hopefully some of those things are new things. Because today we're talking about spring. 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 You know,
1: know,
0: doing it. God yeah. is doing a new thing. You remember this? This was pre, pre-Jenny pre becoming a Christian, but this is DC Talk old Yeah, school, I don't know. I don't 90s know youth it. group Candace. Woo! That song came on and your girl would do the Roger Rabbit, the Running Man, the, the Cabin Roger Rabbit. Let's go. God is doing a new thing. Come on. We're talking about a new season, a spring season today. I'm excited. Are you excited?
1: Yeah, but you know what song I have in my head? This is like oh. in the choir performance we did in third grade, and it's uh, "We <laughs> have summer, fall, winter, and spring. Mm. There are days when we cannot do our thing. It's like so. Oh, like, okay. wow! There winter. are green days and something, oh, oh. something days
0: just for fun. Yeah, I remember it. You're welcome wow. Old. Do you do you remember that that um that other song that goes winter, spring, summer, or fall? Ooh. Oh all you got to do is call and I'll be there. Come on now, that was a good one. You know what else I think of when I think of spring? I think of this weird novel that we read. It wasn't a novel. it was a short story back in oh. school and then they had a PBS film created from it. If you know what this is, you need to send me a message. it's killing me. I haven't googled it.
1: You don't but know it, the name?
0: No, but it, it was a story of this little girl
1: she was on Green the planet.
0: Gables. No, not Anne of Green Gables. It was That's a story right. of a little girl that all she did was see rain. And one day a year, they would see the sun. Just one day. And then her day to see the sun, she got bullied by classmates and hidden in a broom closet. And so she <gasps> missed seeing the sun. I know. It gave me That's- so much anxiety in third what? grade. <laughs> like pinpoint when your anxiety started, Candace. That that moment well but i we read wa- a story <laughs> right and we watched the short film too so then i had to see her woes and i was like she missed the sun you know and this is where i feel like today's a good day because we're calling out the sun we're calling out the sunshine the spring oh, the new son comes. of christ
1: i was like wow this <laughs> is this really over spiritualizing <laughs>
0: this this series has been over spiritualizing (laughs) things and i absolutely love it i think we need to make it a segment from now on like how creepy cringy christiany can you get and i think that that's hilarious was it the sun s-u-n or (laughs) (laughs) s-o-n here comes the sun okay yes we are talking about this spring season and you know when when we were going off script here behind the scenes we were we we're like dilly-dallying and all these ways that we could go today but i think we settled on newness mooness uh, there's there's you don't like the way i said
1: that I it sounded like nude mess and i was like <laughs> well okay i didn't settle on that but i guess you did not <laughs> episode we knew yes i'm nude-ness.
0: not naked but i will say this uh I want to talk about things that are new and the benefits that they have for me. I just got a new car, Jenny. I'm not kidding. Girl got me a new car. And don't you love it when the new thing is more than what you asked for or or prepared for? Yeah. Come on. So I had to get a new car. I wish it wasn't true, but I had to get a new car because my engine was recalled.
1: (laughs) Oh (laughs) okay. That's kind of a big deal. That's a big deal. Red flag, you know, I don't know about
0: (laughs) that. You know, when your car says um your company goes, Hey, you might want to bring it in and just like we're going to recall that engine. I'm like, Oh, that's the main part of it. So
1: let's uh, everyone's like frantically recheck, checking the recall list. Right, like, was well, right. it my
0: car too? Right. It, it was, it was just, anyways, it was a long story. I won't go yeah. into it. You can do your own consumer report, but I, <laughs> I basically took it in and I was thinking, okay, they could either give me a new engine in it and I can go maybe another 67, 70,000 miles on this car. And you know, all the things that you're trying to decide, is it time to let go and time to get something new? And I went online I started researching well what's out there that's new because when here's the deal when you're not shopping for a new car you don't care to find out the new features because you don't want to be jealous at least that's me like I don't want to know what your new car can do because then I'm gonna want your new car right I'm gonna be yeah. like well my car didn't do that but I've been perfectly happy with my other car and, until it started not um. <clears throat> Driving well, <laughs> and like making me pray in tongues into every event that I had to do. <laughs> I was like, Dear Lord, help me, help me so
1: much. Get Anointing oil. Um,
0: yeah. Yes. Yes. And so uh, I found myself really just needing the new. I walk in, and I, I have you ever done this? You're prepared to spend a certain amount, and that's it, nothing more. For me, I honestly prayed about the amount. I was like, God, I don't want to go over this, but I also don't want to sit here and haggle and negotiate. And I just want something to get me from A to Z and fit my family. And um, it always surprises me when what you're hoping for ends up being better than what you expected.
1: Mm -hmm. And sometimes
0: I think that that's what spring seasons feel like to us. Is there the new thing you didn't expect? Like you could have in your mind what you want and what you're prepared for and what you're prepared to give for it. But then when you actually get blessed beyond that, you're sitting here going, oh, I couldn't have even imagined how much this would benefit my, my life, my family. So I want to ask you, Jenny, what what has been something new that you're like, this was my favorite new thing or new moment that I loved. And I absolutely, I, I, I didn't want it to end. What was your favorite new?
1: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of like experiences, but I'm also thinking of, Things we've bought that I love. I'm gonna go with the product placements of we bought a new camper, and oh. it it's it sits on our truck, so we can drive it on the beach, yes. and stay all day at the beach, have our little kitchen, take a little nappy poo, write a book, gazing out. The we joke it's our beach house because this is as close yes. as we get, um, but it has been wonderful and magical and i need to use it more actually to be honest but
0: wow yeah does it make you feel like a different person for having it
1: it well it's the vehicle that gets me to gaze into the ocean and yes that will always make me feel like a new magical person
0: well you're not getting sunburned too (laughs) i mean like think about all the things you don't have to do and you can enjoy because of that like you have shelter you have food you have bathroom does it have a bathroom
1: no, but you know, my husband rigged one, Oh, we will not oh. go into those details. <laughs> we will not. I we have all not know used the that. Home
0: Depot bucket. We all know the yes, Home Depot ma'am. bucket. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, that is
1: not a thing for me. Thank you very much. As soon as it may be. In the no, ocean. thank you. No, th-
0: oh, 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 well, that took a turn. Oh, uh, just I joking. Think about this listeners what's something new that you've absolutely loved for some of you it may be motherhood when you became a mom oh see those are next... nice
1: and wholesome answers i'm like mm-hmm. i like my camper <laughs>
0: <laughs> your car took me down
1: the vehicle r- man road of- do you
0: okay so i'm just gonna say it here's here's some moments flashing through them real fast just motherhood yep. motherhood uh first kiss like Ooh. that that new relationship wow when i mean like it is fire. Like you can't stop thinking about them. They use the shut the shit up
1: dating service to get that. <laughs> you know it.
0: Yeah, they did. Shout out to seriously. There's nothing like a new romance. Like whoo. There's something intoxicating about that. Um, a new house, a new house. Uh, my my example, a new car.
1: Uh huh. New adventures with your loved ones. Yes. New locations.
0: Yeah. When you step, step out to some place that you've never been before. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to the newness of Ireland. I, I'm dying to go to Ireland someday. That's and I fun. can't imagine what that's going to be like when I get to see it with my own eyes and not through a computer screen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that newness. Um, what else is new? Something that you're just like, oh, it's the best when it's new.
1: New friendships when they're cool people
0: yes yes stalkers not so much friends that are cool <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely uh new milk i know this sounds silly but man i love a, a new jug of milk there's nothing i love more than that then i feel like i'm always playing this waiting game for for when do i gotta throw it out
1: you know mm. do i gotta
0: smell it before i pour it That's how
1: i feel about salad
0: oh sames oh. sames gosh this newness newness uh to- new
1: puppies
0: Oh, oh oh, my gosh! Ninety-three percent of my Instagram feed is pugs that are puppies. (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie. (laughs) That's awesome. I I sit there and I just go, "Mm." like, I want instant serotonin. That's what I do. I look at pug puppies. I love it so much. Wow. New. Okay. New. New. I'm telling you, it does something to my heart. It's yeah.
1: I'm well. Let's analyze why. What's so great about the new thing?
0: I love that that they're just naive to what the world is around them. They, they
1: fall They Oh, you're, so... I was saying metaphorically speaking, but you're actually oh. analyzing the puppy pugs. Okay. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like, listen, 93%. I wasn't joking. I love them so much, but when you are thinking about anything new, things that are new, let me just go ahead and say it. The biggest, biggest win for something new is, um, not spoiled, not used not already damaged.
1: Mm. That's
0: what I love about new. I love having something that you feel like this is mine and I'm the first to be able to try it or the first to be able to use it or it's my first time experiencing it. There's something remarkable about a new experience. Um, and there's different seasons in our life that in, in retrospect, I wish that I would have felt that kind of joy for the new instead of hesitance.
1: I think mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> we get. I'm, I'm the non-spontaneous one of the group and yeah. Brandon and I joke about that as well. Cause I work alongside him on things and also same. And <laughs> I, I can get real comfortable in yeah. my little computer chair doing this and don't, don't expand my horizons. I'm safe right here
0: you know what? I I know this is going to be like braggadocious about my new car, but I'm dead serious. Just because I got something new didn't mean that I instantly knew how to use all the features. I had to like sit in it and I had to try it out. And like, it has a panoramic sunroof, but the, it's only got two buttons and that doesn't make sense to me. Like, you've got lots of functions. Why are there only two buttons? And apparently, if you just barely push it, there's like a half click and then a whole click. And it makes it do different features. Well, if it's raining, you don't want it to accidentally open up on you. But you might want to be able to see the rain pour and just open the shade. Oh, yeah. So, I had to read the manual and figure out what my new thing did and how to use it properly. And this is what I feel like is intimidating when people have something new enter their life, they're like, yeah, I like it, but give me the old thing that I knew how to use. Mm-hmm. Give me the old thing in my systems that were comfortable for me that made me feel like I was on expert level instead of novice. And this is where I feel like new gets to be a distraction and uncomfortable for some people and not a joy because they feel challenged to grow and learn.
1: Who I'm taking notes. And while you think of two challenge to grow and learn, writing it down, um, <laughs> you think of two, if, if you're coming out of season out of a season of death, mm, right. Of a dream or death, fill in the blank. And you're moving into a season of spring where there's something new happening in your life. There's going to be a training ground you have to walk through mm. in figuring out how to walk in this newness because mm. it's it's going to be different cuz you just lost something. It's going to be different cuz something wow. just died either within you or around you. And now this even new life you're it's you're walking in it and there's going to be some training that has to happen to walk it well. Right? Mm. You know, I think you're hitting on something. And
0: listen, I, this was not supposed to be an episode where we're just going into a bleak kind of conversation, but it made me think about people that, you know, they reach out and around the holidays, whenever I post something around Christmas
1: mm-hmm.
0: and usually I would, oh gosh, I dare to venture to say maybe 20 to 30% of comments are somebody saying, this is my first Christmas without my husband. This is my first Christmas since I lost my mom. You know, and and when you're talking about new, sometimes it's not the bells and whistles of something that's a real big, wonderful thing. It's the newness of being in a situation without something else that you've had and you Mm -hmm. have lost. And now you have to find out how to do new life again or walk that same road. It's experience that holiday. Um, get groceries in a new way just because of the lack that you have. Not maybe because you're getting something new in abundance, but because you're you're walking in a place that's new for what you've lost.
1: So, spring seasons.
0: They're not all uh, dandelions and roses, right?
1: April showers bring may flowers. Hey!
0: <laughs> You know, right. it's the girl that got locked up in the broom closet, not able to see the sun. <laughs> Full the circle. Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Son. Let me just
1: <laughs> let me read this this Ecclesiastes three that we've been kind of using as our anchor point this whole season. Love it. There is a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance. And I'll stop right there. We see that juxtaposition Mm -hmm. of there's this good and there's this bad, which, which the world, which we would discern as bad, but in Mm -hmm. both God is trustworthy and he is sovereign and he makes the things we view as bad. Good. Um, and if we reflect, Hearing that, Candace, hearing me read those verses, as you reflect on the, that, those anchoring verses, what comes to your mind?
0: Well, for me, you said it really well that they're juxtaposing. They're, they're a paradox in some respects. They're almost oxymoronical. You know, I mean, they're the Ooh, opposite ends of word. each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like ultimately the center point of all of these things, they anchor to the word time. There is a time, there is a season for these different things that are going to happen. And here's the reality is we have a God that is infinite and eternal. Whereas as humans, we are finite and it is appointed man to die once. I mean, like we, we have a beginning and an end and then we have eternity in the hearts and we will be made new and we will have an eternal life with God because of what Jesus has done. But the reality is, is that we are snapped so firmly on time, on this regulator of seasons that we can't escape it right now. And because of that, stay with me. It's going to feel like a little detour here, but stay with me. Because of that, when time is in motion, it's inevitable that things are going to cycle they're going to become new and then there's going to become a, a time for it to die. And and that's everything in life that we see. That's not just our human soul. That is the planet, <laughs> that is a star if it shoots and falls to the earth that it burns out. I mean like we look at our seasons with plants and vegetation, we look at the tides, we look at the moon, a new moon. I mean there we are set and snapped and fixed to seasons so firmly that everything revolves around a cycle of it happened, the circle of life. And most of us can spend our entire days either fighting against that fixed line that we are fixed against, or we can move effortlessly and joyfully through it and adjust. And I see all of these are points to adjust.
1: They're reminders.
0: You, You can adjust to this moment. Um, you know, when I think of a time to kill and a time to heal, we jokingly were talking about a couple of weeks ago, um, behind the scenes, my gallbladder. <laughs> and, and I mean, like people are, are, are like, what are you talking about? My gallbladder needed to die. It needed to be removed. It needed to be severed from my actual body on the inside, taken out and and left for good. You know, I didn't need it yeah. anymore. And, and then I had to heal from that. And I jokingly was talking with Jenny about, I, I really still need to heal from that. You know, there's a time for some things. So when we hear a time to kill and a time to heal, it's not necessarily talking about our neighbor or the people that we dislike and the people that we do like or relationships. It could be just talking about actual like things in our bodies, ailments. There's, we are fixed to such a moving schedule, seasons, timelines, and the circle that we require of ourselves to adjust consistently. And things are going to break down. Things are going to be used. They're going to be exhausted. And then they're going to be refreshed. And I feel like most of what you see in Ecclesiastes, some people think that that this book is is like really almost discouraging because they're like, everything's meaningless. Wow. Love that book. But the reality (laughs) of it is this. Is it's trying to th- say to us, everything under the sun, everything outside of the eternal God, everything outside of eternity will not satisfy what our hearts truly desire. And, and we can toil, and we can labor, and we can plant, and we can pluck up, and we can do all these different things to try to get the most out of it. But in the end of it all, there's nothing greater than what's over the sun, not under the sun. Mm. And that's our end goal is eternity with God. It's to be with him. And so I feel when I read this passage, I see a whole bunch of juxtapositions, but one of them that stick out the most is in verse four. And it's the last thing it says, a time to grieve and a time to dance. Because if I was going to put together two words that were juxtapositions of each other, I wouldn't put dancing with grieving. I wouldn't put that as the opposite of grief. I'd put the opposite of grief would be to enjoy, um, live zestfully, you know, have love. Mm. But really, I love that it tells us the opposite of grief is dancing. And how great is it, it to be able to lose yourself in a moment, feel the rhythm of what's happening around you, and just let loose. I think it shows how much grief actually constricts us from experiencing joy. Yeah. In a, in a way that's full of freedom, you know?
1: Yeah. These verses too are connected to Miriam, the prophetess dancing with a tambourine in her hand, worshiping the Lord. And then you have David dancing before the Lord with all his might. Candace is acting it out right now. So the dancing is an act of worship. This is why I (laughs) love Pentecostals and Charismatics. Like, let's be expressive. (laughs) Let's be expressive in our worship. Get out those tambourines and flags. I see you. You know, I love the idea of being able to move your
0: body because um, I'm just going to say it. Sometimes I is a direct correlation to how I am closed fisted towards God with how I respond in my physical body during worship. Like there are areas that I'm hard hearted with towards him. And the moments that I felt that freedom have been when he's just said, just raise your hands. Just, just kneel, just move, just move from your seat, go to the aisle, walk. And I'm Mm like, "Mm, wow. The movement requires of you something to get out of your staunch sadness. And I, I mean, I love this. a Time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to move.
1: Time to get up. You know? I'm reminded of in upstate New York when we would celebrate Easter. We would, you know, our town did these Easter egg hunts and it was always so fun. But we learned very quickly that you have to wear your snowshoes or you're going to get real dirty with snow, debris, mud still on the ground from the Gross. winter season. But yet there was still life within. So we so like as we were trudging looking for the Easter eggs, we would be tromming through the mud, yet there was growth like underneath. And I feel like for some of us, some of the listeners right now, you might mm. actually feel that's where you're at that's the season. It's almost like this middle ground season of I'm still Mm. trudging through the mud. I'm still trudging through the grief. I'm still, I'm still doing this, but yet I know that the newness is there. I, I sense Mm. that it's coming. I see God bringing fresh growth and that's, that's worthy to endure through. And I think it's, it's important to note that that's a common thing. Like, it's not like one day it's snowing the next day, sunshine and blue skies. Like. There is a transition even within seasons, too, that we can walk through and acknowledge and, and endure in and not settle into and or be too comfortable. Um, because like Candice was even just describing worship, it requires mm. something of us. God requires mm. something of us, and that's obedience. And are we trusting him to move forward towards what he asks of us? I don't know. Something I've been thinking about myself.
0: God, I love that. I love that because you're right. Uh, sometimes new is not shiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes new is not <laughs> love. It so pretty. Sometimes new looks like you're wobbling into something. Going, where am I? Where was I just dropped? You know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> hadn't been
0: here before. One thing I do want to point out, if we're going to be um, putting on some preacher pants for this episode about newness, before we leave our episode, mm-hmm. is Second Corinthians five seventeen. And um, this was a verse that I memorized when I was a new Christian. This is one of those that uh, growing up in the church in a youth group, they made it imperative that you memorize this one. It's like John 3:16 and then 2 Corinthians 5.17. Right
1: after Yeah, that. let's hear it. Let's hear it, it.
0: It I'm gonna read the New Living Translation, so I won't be saying it from memory. I'll be reading it this way. But this means <laughs> that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. Who I absolutely think it's imperative to know that. When you walk with Jesus, you're automatically invited to a new season. You're automatically entering into something new. And I can't tell you how much of a verse this was to me when trying to to fill out my new... just getting my spiritual feet wet. Like where do I go? Like how do I avoid temptation? How do I hmm. actually get in the habit of reading my Bible? How do I pray? How do I you know, all these things I was like I'm not that kind of person. That's what I would say to myself. Is I'm not a churchy person. I'm not I'm you know, I'm a little rebel. I love being rebellious. I love sarcasm. I love the S word a lot. You know what I mean? Like I like things Ooh. that I'm like probably shouldn't love the should, and, the should word. and all of those things. <laughs> and I remember this Bible verse just kind of grounded me saying, listen, everything's new. The old's gone. The old is gone. And it gave me Number one, kind of like a little identity crisis for a little bit. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. Because I was like, is it though? Is it all gone? Well, through the lens of being in Christ, I didn't have to rely on anything that I brought to the table. I was completely made new in Christ. And that's how God saw me. And I was justified. There was nothing I could rely on to make God love me more. And nothing I could do to make God love me less. And it it was a newness that I had. And I feel like spring seasons for a lot of us have to be relied on the fact that we can be made new and we can abandon old.
1: That's good. That'll punch you in the face right there. Say it again. We can be
0: made new and we can abandon the old. Hmm. It's okay to walk away. It's okay to walk away. And I'm not talking about walking away and doing damage to other people and yourself. I'm yeah. talking about walking away from the things that you thought they made up my entire identity. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. What if they didn't? What if you're new? Not just a new season you're walking in, but what if you are new? And God has great things in store for you. Mm. It's a time. It's a time to be able to say, I can let go. That's really what newness is. It's it's letting go. So I just, I feel like that's encouragement that we need to grasp onto today.
1: It reminds me of this quote that I'm obsessed with, and I'll conclude with these thoughts. It's from Saint Augustine, who sounds really fancy. Mm. And he says, You have made us for yourself, talking mm-hmm. about God. And mm-hmm. our heart is restless until it rests in you. Yeah. And then he goes on and he says, Since our hearts are made to find their end in God, we will experience a besetting anxiety and restlessness when we try to love substitutes. To be human is to have a heart. You can't, you cannot not love. So the question mm. isn't whether you will love something as ultimate. The question is what you will love as ultimate. And you wow. are what you love. So when we're talking about this newness, it's learning to love God from that place of the new, not the old. And and this love, like we said in last episode, ultimately it's where we find our rest, but it's also where we find our forward momentum. Mm-hmm. Mm
0: so good so good i love saint augustine my goodness it just doesn't it always go back to god's love for us and his glory i mean all of these seasons kind of are wrapped up into two things his love for us our response to that and his glory being able to share in it yeah. and somehow being able to point to it when i go back into context of second corinthians 5 in verse uh, 14 it says since we believe that christ died for all we also believe that we all have died to our old life.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: He he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who was di- who died and was raised for them. I mean, it's really it's really pointing about new seasons, death seasons, seasons that we've still yet to talk about in the upcoming next two episodes. They all revolve around how we respond to God's love for us in those moments and how we share glory and and give him glory in those Mm -hmm. moments as well. I think if we could just kind of center in on that, what season, what does it matter? What season we're walking in? I mean, if we know that we're loved by God and we're bringing glory to him, isn't
1: that the whole of it? It's a stabilizing truth that will get us through anything. hundred percent guaranteed.
0: You know what? I'm going to end with story time and then we're going to get out of here. I'll let y'all go. I I was in worship service the other night at a Wednesday service at my church. And I don't know if y'all do this, but my mind wanders into like these kind of mini reality TV shows that haven't happened, but they're inside my head. And I started seeing this guy going through the wilderness and he got lost in a storm in the woods. And everything that he had put his markers in the dirt had been washed away in the mud and he couldn't find his way out of it once the storm cleared. And he himself was drenched, didn't have the ability to make fire. In my mind, I'm thinking, man, this guy's having a rough day. And then I, I saw him in my mind's eye grab out a compass and he just kind of held it around the, the entire forest until he could see it point to north and i had the realization during this worship sh- service i felt like god was giving me that that little mini show in my mind <laughs> to re- to remind me that it doesn't matter the season or the storm that i am fixed to north when i'm with him like he's my never ending He is my constant. He's not phased by the storm. No surrounding circumstances, whether or not tree limbs get taken down and fire can't be seen. And the path that I was taken is trampled by animals or destroyed by the winds and and whatever rains came. He is my north. And I want to encourage you that no matter what season you're walking in, that you have a north. You have a north to align to in God. And he is always faithful, always constant. And that's why the scriptures talk about him all the time in that way. How faithful is our God. So you can rely on that and have some hope in that, even in the new things that you're going to experience in this spring yeah. season that you may be walking in. So I hope good that story, story was encouraging to you because it's, I just can't get that imagery out of my mind. Um, I just keep on going back to what's my unshakable north, yeah. my unshakable north. So, oh, I'm loving this series, Jenny. Are you liking it?
1: Oh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's seasons change. all right
0: yeah you can sing girl what was you that
1: you know what i know yeah. you were like trying to wrap it up but somebody a child approached me the other day this is not mm-hmm. jo- not a joke this really relates to what we're saying and she okay. was like you know you look like mariah carey and i was like yes oh. i do oh this
0: relates okay i feel it i feel it yeah that's the end of the story
1: Oh my gosh. I landed the plane. Can't I just want to put it out there. Someone in this world thinks I look and probably sound like Mariah Carey. You're welcome. Well,
0: remember when we were in Africa together and the children thought that I sang like Adele, but they called me Adeli and I thought that they were calling me a whole <laughs> meat luncheon store and it was a fat joke? All right, everybody. Today's been a great show. <laughs> love you guys man uh come back for some more new information next (laughs) week we're gonna have a great time as we um go through a couple more of these incredible episodes on different seasons and really our hopes and our desire for you is to be able not to waste a single one so until next time we hope that you can kick your shoulds to the door and embrace the new we love you guys we'll see you next week
1: you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars.
0: If there's one thing you're going to shud yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode.
1: See you next time.